Off the ball, cheering on the girls in green. I followed the Irish women since 1983. 82,000 people, that's going to be something else. There'll be a hell of a lot of Irish in that, and it'll be a hell of a game as well. Love off the ball, we really do love off the ball. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off The Ball. Alright, we're continuing the build-up to the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship final this coming weekend. Kilkenny against Limerick and we're at the uh, the esteemed and the famous pitches of James Stevens, the village club here in Kilkenny City. Uh, delighted to be joined by two absolute legends of both the club and county. I think it's fair to say, Joe Hennessy beside me and Van Larkin on the far end. Lads, how are you keeping? Very good, Shane. Thank you very much. Oh, we're not too bad. We're still above ground. <laughs> well, that's the place to be. That's the place to be. Uh, you lads would have played with each other presumably for a number of years at least oh yes we started in 1996 95 we say 1995 senior didn't we we'll get the calculators out here will we maybe 85 we'll go back another 10 (laughs) yeah around 85 yeah we we had a nice bit of success in the club and uh, won a few county titles and uh, two club all-earns now the club has three but Seven to fan one one two in the eighties there. What is the seventy six cl- and eighty one? Sorry, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you were, you were close enough there, lads. You, were, yeah, you took you took your your time to get to the numbers, but we got there. Uh, the the club itself, like the village. I suppose when you're driving around Kilkenny, you hear the esteemed stories of the village club and, and all the players that have passed through. Um, it must mean a lot to the both of you this pitch and the memories you have here as well. Yeah, that's true, Shane. Yeah, going back over the years and um, like success was scarce enough. Back then, you know, it took 90, I suppose, fan played in the 69 county final, and uh, that set the foundation for all the young lads like myself coming on after. And when they made the breakthrough in 69, we came on and won a club all earned after, and another one, and all the other young lads came on, Fan Son and all, Brian McAvoy and all those, they came on and won another one. So we hand, it's a kind of a, you hand over, it's like the hand over for the baton, yeah. Uh, that 69 final must uh, must have been a special one well, for you, Fan. It was, it was the first one they won since 1937 or 35 we said that was the first senior championship they won my father was on that and uh, they won another one in 30 37 and they didn't win another one then till 69 they won a junior one in 54 but that was the start of it then from there on uh, presumably back then as well it, 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 it was, I guess club level even today is, is so professional in the way in all but, but payment I suppose but, but back then it was a little bit different you could probably enjoy yourselves and, and, and have a little bit of fun in between matches you'd imagine as well yeah well the fun even we hurling with Kilkenny we always give what the lads are giving now and we trained every bit as hard but we all enjoyed it I mean if I wanted to go to have a pint of a Saturday night before in all Ireland I could go down and drink one or two, you know, and then no one be any the wiser. Or well, someone, I think, someone, was it you, Joe, talking about Frank Cummins before? I remember you talking about he worked in um, in demolition, and even the night before in All Ireland, he was he was down in Cork working. That's right, yeah. I remember the, the, speaking to him the night after that night we won the eighty-two final against Cork. Fan was a selector oh. the same day, and we were Cork were red hot. But anyway. I was having a bit of a chat with Frank and he said he was up on the wall it got down off at the 5 to 12 the night before the 82 All-Ireland final he had a job to do and it had to be done at a certain time down in Cork yeah. and that's the way it was then you worked and you played but like Fran said he could have a pint I didn't drink but I remember going down to the likes of Kittler Rosin or the Carlton Ballroom here Tin Lizzie could be playing whoever and you go down and see him no problem of a Saturday evening you go over to the park and play with Kilkenny in a league match on a Sunday but that was no problem. But like, he's gone as fans said, he's gone professional now. And but you you play 
and you'll get on with it, whatever the occasion, whatever the time span you're in, and that's the way it is. It's funny, isn't it, how, how much it's changed over the years? Like, because that '82 final, you talk about, you say Cork were favourites; they were very heavy favourites, weren't they? And, and that was a, that was one of the the greatest all Ireland. I wouldn't I wouldn't say greatest all Ireland upsets because that'd be unfair on yourselves. Because I'm sure you went into it fancying yourselves, but certainly the outsiders thought it was Corks. Yeah, well, Cork. I was at the Munster final. They beat Watford by 39 points in Torles, and you know. Most people said that that team won't be beaten. But you see, when they come up to Crow Park, it's a different atmosphere. And Kilkenny, as Fanny will tell you, Kilkenny love Crow Park. Mm-hmm. And they're a different animal when they go in there. Maybe the teams that come up with Munster mightn't be as comfortable in Crow Park. I don't know what it is. But on all Ireland final day, is a great leveller. Yeah, but you see, Kilkenny, that, uh, see, that team won two national leagues. Well, they won three national leagues because they came up from second division and two all Irelands. And no. No one, but the lads over them. We had, we had a great team that time. All them lads won under twenty-one medals and minor medals. I mean, they weren't new to the game. You know, to win the minor all Ireland in Kilkenny or an under twenty-one, you're on a stepping stone. You know, and it's very competitive here. It's like the lads today now. The lads are playing next Sunday. Most of them have underage medals. You know, they're not, they're not new to it. You know. They're used to winning, I suppose, from, from, from underage up. Yeah, well, that's the name of the game. They're used to winning. And the lads before them won it. And when they pass on the baton, there'll be lads coming to take it up, you know. Do, do, we, do, both, of you have, do both of you respectively remember getting the call-up to the, to the Kilkenny team for the first time? Because obviously you want to play minor at 21s as it was back then as well. But... But that first call up to the senior team in the black and amber must have been pinch me moment. Yeah, I got a, I got a call up after we win a club all Ireland, and the lads were after winning the seventy five. Fan was playing cornerback against Galway in the seventy five all Ireland, but they had been out to America, and you know the way some lads retire, or whatever. And there was an opening, and I was must be next on the list. And God rest them, Paddy Grace rang me one night, and I couldn't. But you know, I mean, it was delighted to get a call up because you know you're hurling with all the lads there we're watching these lads winning all Ireland so every young lad in Kilkenny wants to win one all Ireland anyway you know it's a badge of honour it's nice to walk around the street you see a lad and you say he's going to win an all Ireland or he hasn't got one and you hope that the day will come when the people that you know lads in the club here and all the old clubs you'd love to see a lad win the first all Ireland mm. which is a great call up to get well the first time I was called up it's well before year time I was called up of a Wednesday night we were playing Tipperary in the league match and they were after being beaten again Dublin the follow or Wexford above in Dublin the, fo- the week before and I got a call up of a Wednesday night your car pick you up and you're playing you're playing a Sunday again Tipperary a, a big bath, baptism of fire let me tell you I played with Link Welch John Maher, Mickey Welch, you know, all them great players. Ollie Welch on goal. You know, it was dream come true. And, and I must say, we didn't win the same day or a bit before points. <laughs> it was a baptism of fire of yeah, sorts then. Yeah. Father Tommy Maher was a name that, that, I mean, crops up all the time. I mean, I know a lot of lads would have, would have been taught maths by him, even I think Eddie Kerr maybe obviously would have been under those teams. But one of these lads who everyone knew everyone respected and he probably brought the maths into the into the coaching in some ways as well like well Father Tommy Marr well I didn't go to college I went to work like probably Joe the same <laughs> we went to work after we left school and couldn't get over it quick enough but uh, we knew Father Tommy Marr because 
Father Tommy Mar was over the college team that time, and uh, and he was over the Kilkenny minor team, and then he was over the '57 team. He trained mm. the '57 team to beat Wexford in the Leinster final. Wexford were after winning, uh, we say, from '54 on, and the Wexford men were all big men. And Father Mar brought a, a game in to keep the ball moving on the ground, and he was, well, he was. While I was hurling, he was he was the the trainer on league of it up, you know. <laughs> the it's it's funny the Kenny Limerick pairing because it's fifty years ago since the the seventy three final, which I guess for Limerick people was a long time in their minds before before the, the twenty eighteen one happened. What are your memories, fan of that of that seventy three game in particular? Well, the seventy three team, we were short four. We were short Tracy, Emma Morrissey hurled here. He went to Australia. Eddie Kerr and Kieran Purcell. Now, not taking that, and the lads came in, done their job, and hurdled well. But on the day, you'd have to say Limerick were the better side. Mm. You know, they were the better side. They were the dominant team in Munster. And, uh, but there's nothing we could do. It was a kind of a wet day, and it was tough. But uh, they were the better team on the day. Mm. And to- Richie Bennis playing centre field you never miss the free you know you use every free over the bar you know and that helps that definitely helps I won a minor All-Ireland at uh, Kilkenny against Galway ah, I, was, yeah. I was 17 and yeah fan played that day but they won the All-Ireland the following year and we lost the minor the following year or so <laughs> that was a stepping stone again you get to, you get to taste the Crow Park as a young lad yeah. and of course you always want to go back again and lucky yeah. enough we did but the point about Limerick now is Limerick won three All-Irelands in the 30s. They won 34, 36 and 40. And my father was playing on the three, them three days. Right. And they won in, we won, anyone in 35. They were beaten in 36. My father was the captain and they were beaten in 40. Well, Limerick never appeared in an All-Ireland final again till 1973. And Mad. now till this team came. Now, and Limerick had great hurlers in all them times. They had a great team in the 50s. Dermot Kelly and all them lads were playing. I think it was 55 or 6 that were betting the Munster final. They had great hurlers, mm. but they never got the breakthrough. But the team they have now is a very good team. Yeah. Very good team. It's funny, lads. I was chatting to Owen Larkin earlier in Langtons, and, and and he was talking about you know even that he won hurler of the year in 08 and he's got a, two all stars I think in total. Uh, and he was saying you know when you when you win those all stars when you're a player you don't really pay any heed to them. It's all about the, the team thing. But you know when you're when you're sitting over a bar stool or, or having a coffee, you know, and you're well retired, do you, do you look back? I think you lads have nine all stars between you if I'm if I'm right in saying. Yeah. So do you look back with with pride and honour more so now maybe than at the time? Yeah, would you? A little bit. You win anything in Kilkenny, whether it's a club match or a county final of any grade, or go on and be lucky enough to play with Kilkenny and win anything, a National League title, Leinster title, an All-Ireland, and maybe lucky enough to win a couple of All-Stars. They're hard won, mm-hmm. because you're up against the best. Sometimes it falls your way, and maybe someone else would win, it goes around. But in general, there wouldn't be easy win now. You said only Larkin have two, but sure, look at the man could have five or six. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. But yeah. the, the point about being an all-star, at that time when we were there, when they came out first, when Carroll's had it, uh, that if if you didn't win the All-Ireland, see, the team that won the All-Ireland that time, you, 
you get a trip to America. <laughs> and to most of us wouldn't be outside Kilkenny only for hurling. <laughs> only yeah, for hurling. True. You know, and if you were, didn't get, we say, windy team, you could be saying to yourself, maybe I'd be picked as an all-star. But you'd have to play well. Now, you wouldn't be picked just for the sake of picking, you know. And or, that's what we used to be. Or if you were sent off, Shane, you could plan, you could star in an All Ireland final, and maybe a week or two after your club could be playing, and you could get sent off. That was the end of the All Star. Yeah. yeah, that's the way it was. Back down to earth fairly quickly. Yeah, well, no, the way it was, I I was put off twice. Only was it, man? That's all. <laughs> wasn't, your, wasn't your fault, though, fan? Oh, no, 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 no. I'll have to it say. Was, it was never his fault. I'll have to say, <laughs> I'd hand up. But uh, I lost an All Star, we say, in, in 72. Well, I had a chance of winning one. We won all Ireland. And in 75, we won all Ireland. I'd have a chance. But I was put off in the Leinster final in 72 and in the league semi-final again Galway in 75. And rightly so, hand up. Done. <laughs> was a ball boy that's the way <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you look back at even videos of yourself and like you weren't the tallest cornerback or, or fullback that there's ever been like you look at some of the Limerick players now but and yet like the damage you could do and Tommy Tommy Welsh funny was the same and Tommy comes on with us and off the ball quite often Tommy wasn't the tallest man in the world but Jesus he could and you were the same make up for it in, uh, in other things you know yeah but the point about it is Height is great. A good big man is better than a good small man. Everyone knows that. But you see, it's the way you work. You see, the game is, and we playing it was completely different, you know. Now, you couldn't get a corner forward up playing corner back, running up, or a corner back going up, Mickey Butler scoring a goal. At that time, you'd be staying in your position. You could be playing on McKenna or playing on Ray Cummins, and they'd stand in the square. And you had to be there to be Buddhism, you know. Has the game gone too complicated now, Joe? Do you, do you reckon in terms of the sweeper system, you saw Clare getting caught out by it in the semi-final against Kilkenny with the, even with the short puck out? Like, has some of the, the tactics gone too complicated or is it just fair I, enough if it's always adapted? No, I think, I think it has been compli- complicated. But for the supporters, I think it was better with the 70s, 80s, 90s that you're hurling a, a good corner back was hurling on a great corner forward we'll say mm. and people would be saying leading up to a game just will your man be able for the forward whatever whatever. That's, now all that's gone out the door now as Fran said you have a corner back he goes up and scores brilliant but you wouldn't be leaving Ray Cummins idle down yeah, there yeah. I mean he'd stick the ball in the net before he'd <laughs> be back down mm. it's his, it is different now and sure look at, you have to play the way like I said earlier you just have to whatever is in front of you play what's in front of you yeah. yeah, but the way the game has gone now, it's all possession. Years ago, Dover head hurling was in it. Limerick were great at that. Paulie and them lads, when they were playing in the 70s, they were great. Krieg, and when he was playing centre-back, great overhead hurler. All them lads. But that's gone now. But the pulling on the ground is gone. Yes. You see, bar, bar the goal Gallant scored again with the clear and the Munster Vinyl that the ball came back and he missed it on the drop and he buried it. <laughs> you, you don't see that now. Yeah. No, and what's more now and to be saying the game is tougher and it's faster and all that, but you'd never see a hurdle broken, would you? <laughs> <laughs> you broke a good view, man. No, yeah. but would you, though, in all no. honesty? No, you'd never see a hurdle broke. It's funny, cause, yeah, because even chatting to Martin Fogarty earlier, he was talking about Connor. 
his lad Connor obviously yeah. has got a couple of injuries the last couple of years yeah. of, of broken shins he had, he had the same yeah. broken shin a couple of times that hurls were pulled on him but you don't you don't see it too often no we don't see enough of it <laughs> because the people the public and the paying public they loved a bit of timber broken <laughs> no and, and trouble now is it's gone out of it and when the even the local matches around when the referee hears two hurls clattering off of one another free. it's free yeah. it knocks the good out of the thing and even the Gaelic football is killing it as well not enough of it, not enough physical stuff in it yeah. the public like, likes a bit of action I don't want the referee to let it flow as well I suppose yeah but the point about it is the referee could let it flow if you go back now two years ago John Keenan uh, Wicklow refereed the Munster final Clare and Limerick and we were all ahead now and Jesus it was some match and he let go but there was a lad above in the stand an assessor and they castigated the man at a meeting why he should have done this and he should have done that should have done that but everyone in the park and yeah. everyone on the television thought it was a great game the public yeah. loved it a bit yeah. of timber you know yeah. and that's what the public ought to see they don't like to see a lad hand passing it here and a run and a lad doing that and next minute the referee blowing the whistle are free. You know. I think it's John Keenan refereeing again this weekend. Hopefully. So, yeah, good, yeah. very good uh, referee. Fairly sure. And I hope said. he lets it go. Yeah, and yeah. look, it, there'll be t- hopefully if there's a couple of tim- bit of timber broke, none of us will be disappointed with yeah. that. <laughs> uh, were, you, were you both surprised to see, not surprised, uh, but like when Cody stepped aside last year, I guess there was a lot of pressure and media talk about the, you know, being a poison chalice to take over this job after Cody had left. It was almost like Alex Ferguson or Arsene Wenger leaving, but Derek Ling has really stepped up. Yeah, but uh, Brian was there would say it was 22 or 3 years and it took a huge amount out of the man's life he had great success and everything and that but how could you keep going and going the days always the minute you come in as a hurler even the minute you start out the days it's like a conveyor belt moving along the changes always come a new lad coming you're after replacing someone as you start out with the Kenny team or even the club team same with the manager you'll get a run going and next thing it moves on again so I don't think there was a huge surprise it was always going to be a matter of when, not if, you know, mm. the day always comes and there'll always be a new man to take over and Derek Ling has it now and best to look to the man on Sunday. Mm. Yeah, but you see, Wood Brian now, great job and all that, but this will be the ninth year since we won in All Ireland. Yeah. We didn't win in All Ireland since 2000, what, 2014, is it? Uh, no, 16, was it? No, 14 or 15, 16. maybe, or 16 was tip. Yeah. We won it a year before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and the man great work but you'd have to look what the players went through I mean you don't get them type of players overnight now like Limerick like the Limerick team yeah they won a couple of 21s they yeah, were coming you see, they were yeah. coming but when they go you know you don't last forever and the way the training is done and all that if a lad reach into his 30s he'll be doing terrible well yes and TJ Reid doing great at yeah, 36. 36 and he was written off there's another man written off at the start of the year by some yeah. pundits and yeah, he was, he was yeah. over the hill superstar but what makes him so good is that every free he gets he'll plank it he's in the game the whole time yeah. you know that's what man. and he's great delivering the ball to the young lads he's probably one of the best they ever had you know we should get before we finish up lads to, the, to this week this Sunday's final and, and how we, we see it going um like in the last year's final, I guess Limerick came out of the blocks very quickly. I think they were going two points yep. before Kilkenny registered, and Garoj Hegarty ended up having an unbelievable match for Limerick that day. But how can this match be won by Kilkenny this weekend? Because it feels like they've certainly closed the gap, if not if not to overtaken. I, I would say Kilkenny have definitely closed the gap. Uh, it'll be fast and furious. I think the 
probably four or five subs will be used on both teams. Limerick got a great start last year and still, with a couple of minutes to go, we were two points down. Ball was down around the 21-yard line in our back line and the lads busted. They'd done everything to try and get the ball up. Now, what happened in the Leinster final, we, were, we needed another ball into the forwards and look at we got a little bit of luck and we got a goal but had we got up that ball maybe who knows mm. but to, from the time the Hegarty got the goal there were nothing between the teams now Limerick were the best team on the day we've never taken anything from a, a winning team but I think the hurt from last year's losing find their back in it real quick that's the secret here and the hurt it could drive them on I think they'd be good enough to, and again a little bit of luck mm. well I taught myself we had the chances last year in the last 10 minutes because Reid took two fierce balls wide yeah. from 70 yards and so did Deegan. Mm. And how our lads left Paddy Deegan and Hegarty for the hour, it's a mystery to us, <laughs> you know. But even in saying that, but Limerick, when we came, Limerick went up and scored. Lim, Limerick, Galan and and your man, that Morrissey lad, and a Hayes, mm. they're two powerful men, you know, three powerful men. Yeah. They'll take fear stopping, you know. Jeez, that, that Limerick halfback line is a, is a dangerous one. That, that's the thing as well, like uh, with Tom Morrissey and Kyle Hayes, these lads. But the, the, the four in a row, I guess, you know, that Kenny team of, what was it, 06 to 09? Yeah. And only Cork in the 40s, I think, have done it, done it previously. So, I mean, Kilkenny of all teams will be desperate to stop a Limerick four in a row. Yeah, but desperate to stop it. But at the same time, we're now leaders of the role of honour. We were behind Cork and Tipperary for years and years, and now we're well ahead of them. So Cork and Tip have no chance of getting near us this Sunday, but we have a chance of going one more ahead and, and stopping Limerick, of course, from, from doing the four in a row. But the incentive is there for the lads to get a medal. The lads that don't have one, the lads and other lads trying to get a second or third or fourth or whatever it is. Mm. But, the, but big, the big thing now in Ireland is... You take is the free taker. You take burdens now. Well, he'd pay nothing from from his own fifty yard line. Well, when we hold it, if you got the ball in the fifty yard line, if you were able to drive it to the twenty one, you'd be saying you were doing well. Heavier ball, you know. Heavier yeah. ball. Yeah. The ball is to, and every time the ball goes over the bar or goes wide, it's a new ball. It's never the same ball. Yes. It's all changed. It, it's a new ball. Yeah, to have yeah, a bag yeah. of balls there and to pick it up. Ollie Wilch, when he playing, he'd be waiting for you to throw it back or scan the umpire to throw it back to you, to hit it. Now, if Ger Hegarty, not Ger Hegarty, Ger Cunningham and Ollie Wilch were playing today, they'd be driving it wide yeah, or yeah. scored. Tell you, sometimes you never lose the touch of the ball because I saw a video of you, fan. I think from from 2017. Could have been on this pitch. You were doing something for charity with the club, and there was a few washing machines on the pitch, and you belted a couple of balls into the into the washing machine from from a decent enough distance. So you obviously never lose it. There was money on that. I think. <laughs> oh, television, Joe. Television. <laughs> he won the telly. Yeah. <laughs> you won the washing machine, maybe. The he broke the right. washing machine and he won the television. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you, lads, before we finish? And you've probably been asked this question, I'm sure, a number of times before. If you had to pick one player. You have both ever played with and played against top of the piles. I know it's a, a when you consider the teams that you played against and the players you played with. It's not an easy one to answer, but if I had to put you on the spot and you were you were asked to pick one of each, uh, playing with, I I'll go with Gerard Henderson and playing against would be John Fenton the Cork. Right. Why, why was Fenton so good? Ah, he was a class player. He was very skillful. Reading of the game, everything about him, just had that yeah. extra little bit of special stuff. Yeah. 
and you? Uh, you'd have to say care and hurling wit and I'd say hurling again I'd say the best hurler I ever saw playing centre back was was Billy Rackard right yeah. I hurled again him in the early 60s just uh, uh, read the game well oh jeez he was brilliant brilliant he looked and he was immaculate you know a big <laughs> man big man like Hegarty big man but a fine hurler Brilliant. Well, listen, there's plenty of fine hurlers on the Kilkenny team and the Limerick team, indeed, uh, ahead of this weekend. Are you both, you both heading down to the to Croker, oh, yeah, presumably? Absolutely, Shane, yeah. Looking forward to it now. We, we're expecting you to have two tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a look in the bag there before we go. We'll he see. never changed. He never yeah. changed. I was hoping you lads might have tickets for me. <laughs> but listen, lads, uh, Fan Lark and Joanne, it's an absolute pleasure. And listen, best of luck to the Cats this weekend. Thank you very, much, very much, Shane. Thank yeah. you. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.